Welcome back to episode two of Card Stocks, ladies and gentlemen. For those that missed the first episode that dropped a couple weeks ago, of course, we went over a couple guys from the MLB who, after the season, their stock rocketed up and also plummeted pretty bad. And, well, if the NFL season is in full swing, we took a look at one guy whose stock has risen the most so far this season and one that has dropped the most so far and we figure we switch things up for the second edition of Card Stocks. Of course, we're joined by resident card expert Ray Rodriguez. Of course, he is a professional within the business. And last week, he gave us his insider thoughts on this. And this week, I mean, we all know that the practice and the hobby and also the business of card trading has rapidly increased. Ray, I'm sure you've seen this as well. And... It could be a bit of an intimidating thing to get started into, or even if you get started to know where to go from there. I know I struggle with that initially, but Ray helped me out with that. So we're going to talk about that for all you beginners getting into this, but also for all you advanced card collectors out there as well. Still plenty of tips um, that Ray is going to show you guys today. But Ray, thanks for joining us on uh, another Addition, I mean, one of the world's famous pastimes right now, especially one thing that I did a whole hell of a lot last year when nothing was going on. Yeah, it's good to be back. I mean, there's so many different ways the hobby's going right now. Um, it's just actually, it's really just fun to watch, see where people go with it. There's so many different avenues, so many different, you know, niches that people can take it. It's there's something for everyone, really. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there is, and. I mean, it covers every sport. It even covers, I mean, and I'm sure you is have actually gone to, was a Pokemon cards too, right? Yeah, even Pokemon, which I never even was interested in at all as a kid. There's money to be made, so you got to, you know, put something in there. Absolutely, you do. But the first thing we're going to start off with is what got you into card collecting initially and how did you do it, essentially? Um, first it was just my dad really, you know, like I'd see a couple of baseball cards here and there and he's like, Oh, this is so-and-so from when I was a kid, he was super good. And so we'd go to target, go to Walmart, grab a couple packs of baseball, which was my main thing. And then just went from there, then started getting some more football cards, um, basketball cards. But that's when I was younger and like things were more available, you know, going to retail stores. And now since then, it's just become such a big investment and really, like, the secondary market is where it's at. You can't find anything anywhere now. Right. I mean, dude, shout out to that card aisle right next to the checkout Target. That's why I remember my childhood taking place. That's where it was every time. Every Target I ever went to, that's exactly where it was, the same spot. And like you say, you can't find it anymore. It's awful. It's so bad. Like, people are selling it for two to three times the retail price, like, minimum. And it's just terrible. So how did you keep things going, especially with everything being taken off the shelves? What's your main method of getting these bad boys now? Um, honestly, I don't really buy packs that much anymore. It's just, you know, it's always a gamble, and you're mm-hmm. hoping for that one guy you want to get. So I found it um, just honestly more reasonable and more affordable to just buy the guys you want. Like, that's one of the biggest things in the hobby now is if you want a certain player's card, you're going to save more money just buying that card instead of trying to pull it yourself. So what do you recommend? I mean, obviously, it's still a little bit fun actually doing card opening. Is a beginner, should you just 
focus on buying individual cards that you want to stock up your collection? Or should you take a look at maybe a card pack here or there? Um, I think, yeah, it's always fun to open stuff, you know, just honestly gambling is what it is and it's fun. <laughs> but if you're a starting up collector, you know, and you're, let's say you're a fan of the A's or the Broncos, like, you know, sorry, Williams, card. <laughs> pick up, you know, pick up a Matt Chapman card. Cause like, you know, those are the stars of the team. So might as well get them, but it's always fun to open a pack here and there, but. If you're trying to get the most bang for your buck, I think you should just buy whoever you like and go from there. And so how did this whole hobby develop, transition to more of like a card collecting hobby and something that you actually do for, uh, for profit? Um, I think just because I had such a big interest in sports, you know, like it's fun watching players and saying, I, oh, I have this person's rookie card. I have so-and-so's autograph. Um, but like once you see what people are willing to pay for, you know, who's so-and-so's card or like, for example, Tom Brady's cards are, there's a few of them now they are going for over a million dollars. So like, obviously there's money to be made. Mm. So, you know, you just got to pick and choose. Obviously I'm not going to buy a Tom Brady rookie card for a million bucks and hope I can flip it because not the regular person has that kind of money, but um, you know, just prospecting is what it's called, you know, finding players that, you believe in and you think you're going to do well and, you know, eventually make a profit, which is card stonks, you know, it stonks. Um, if you believe in something, invest in it when it's low and see if it can grow and get you some money. Exactly. And speaking of prospecting, that's why if you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube or follow us if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you're tuning in from because – this is just a brand a newer show that we're doing, and we're going to continue to pump things out and continue to give you a little bit of insight on the card collecting world, and we'll let you know what you need to hit and when you need to hit it. So go ahead, make sure to join us for the long call because we're in the business of getting your business going. Um, but Ray, and now as you look through, where do you spend most of the time finding these cards? Like not a hundred percent, but like ninety nine percent is on eBay. eBay. Dude, there's so many cards. You can find literally anything you can think of on there. Um, but it's always fun. You know, COVID's settling down a little bit, so there's more card shows popping up. Hmm. And that's really fun. You can see the card in person. Um, you can judge it and see, like, if it's actually what, you know, they're saying it is. Um, honestly, I found, like, a lot of Facebook groups and, like, Instagram, too, is a good source. Um, but, like... 99.5% of my cars come from eBay. I know card, I haven't necessarily been to card show. I heard they're great. Um, what's your thoughts on flea markets? Because I know I've found a few gems back in my day. I found like a rookie A-Rod card actually when he started with the Mariners, a Yankees team card, some old Michael Jordan all-star stuff. Is uh, is any luck trying to find some uh, diamonds in the rough there? Almost like painting for gold it feels like. Yeah, I mean, flea markets, you're literally looking for a needle in the haystack. Like, every once in a while, you can find something. Like, if someone doesn't know what they have, then it's, like, really cool. But a lot of times, people think whatever they have is, like, something crazy. Mm -hmm. so they have some, like, $10 card or something. They're going to be asking 100 bucks for it because they think it's so-and-so is such a big deal. Hey, um, if you're one of those people, you're um, just going to get lucky. You suck, right? Yeah. Oh, people, people I know what I got, <laughs> Yeah. A little torn card for a PSA 2 trying to get out for 50 bucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's so bad. But I'm sure you've yeah. dealt with those kind of people at card shows, too. All the time. Like, especially the old guys that think, like, <laughs> oh, back in my day, this guy was so good. But, like, it's like, dude, come on now. Like, this is not even close to what you're asking. In <laughs> like, any anywhere you go, the people are going to have it. And there's, like, people that have cards on eBay for thousands of dollars that are probably worth a couple bucks. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love those people. Um, man, they are just the worst. But, yeah. um, and now let, let's cap things off. I just want to hear it because you've had plenty of experience in this industry. And so give us a few tips of either for beginner or even more advanced people of um, how you are able to find the right cards for the right prices and ultimately what you should do if you want to get going and try to find the good stuff off of this. Um, well, first off, you know, collect who you believe in. Uh, it's way easier to prospect, way cheaper to, you know, find someone that you think is going to do well and, you know, just hope for the best. So honestly, just collect who you like and usually you'll find some success in that just, you know, based on what you've been watching. Um, I'd also say diversify your collection. You know, don't just go baseball. Don't just go football because in the off season, your cards are going to be worthless, really, compared to what you paid for them during the season. Um, UFC is getting really, really hot right now. Those cards are going for a lot. So, you know, there's like a lot of sports that you can get into where you can make money any given day. Um, I mean, this past weekend, if you bought uh, Juliana Pena cards, you'd be making, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God, like five or six X what you're making right now. Well, it's crazy. Cards... I'd be, first off, I'm surprised she even had that many cards. Second off, man, made some decent chunk of change with those. Yeah, and honestly, like, just stick to the media. I wouldn't even know about what's going on in the UFC if I didn't listen to the fourth and long podcast. So, <laughs> you know, um, but like... Speaking of which, the nicest UFC talk ever comes out. UFC Talk 69 will be out by the time this drops. So go ahead, check that out, thefourthlong.com forward slash MMA. I know I'll be listening. Um, but do your research, listen to podcasts... See uh, what top prospects are going on, um, you know, what QBs might be coming up next year, just so you have the names in your head and you know who you're looking for. Um, just tons of research. That's all you need to do. And, of course, like I said, Ray, you already know the best place to research. Garth Songs, baby, yeah. thefourthlong.com. Yep. Exactly. And uh, uh, before I wrap things up, just want to um, get your last thoughts and, uh, maybe just last any words of advice, anything you want to say to either people just getting into card collecting or ones that have been doing it for a little bit now. Um, I would say find people that are like-minded, you know, people that are into the hobby and can help you honestly, like reach out to people that, you know, have collected Ross didn't know too much. And he reached out to me and I told him everything I can. I mean, most people in the hobby are trying to help other people out. Um, and even if you're, you know, like a, a veteran collector, I think there's, you know, you're never going to stop learning. So let's say you collect tons of basketball, baseball, football, want to get into the UFC market, you don't know much. There's someone that collects only UFC and can tell you everything you need to know. So I think just branching out and making connections is the biggest thing. Love that. That That's really, that's honestly perfect advice here, Ray. And as we cap every episode here, it's time for a Flex If Friday. Yeah. And Ray, show us what you got to flex today. 
All right. Well, we were just talking about different sports. Every sport has cards. And I think almost everyone knows this, who this guy is. We've got a uh, Tiger Woods rookie card. And he's making a comeback pretty soon here. So if I were you guys, I'd hop on before he uh, gets into another tour. How much do you think that one's uh, valued at? Just this card by itself, non-grade, is going for like 30 to 40 bucks. So, I mean, you know, that's respectable. not too bad to hop in for, honestly, the goat of golf. Mm-hmm. Get it graded, wait for him to uh, have a little, spl- a little splash, get back on the tour, and you can make some serious money. Exactly. And actually, just because of the events of this previous week, I'm actually joining in Ray with the Flexer Friday. And the cool part about this is that this was a gift from Ray as well. It is yep. a Demarius Thomas rookie card, tr- tops, triple threads, autographed 62 as 70. And that is a damn good looking card. And Ray, you want to know why I value this at? absolutely priceless yeah i mean broncos legend probably one of the best receivers to ever put on broncos jersey dude i was talking in uh nfl in our nfl breakdown of week 14 i think it's the best to ever do it so obviously something that's going to be great to hold on to um you might get honestly i mean it might sound bad it's probably jumping up in value right now um for you know the reasons but yeah, fortunately, that's that's always how it is, man. Yeah. Whenever someone passes their cards, everyone wants their stuff. But you already know that's always going to be one of the most treasured parts of my collection. Of course, along I'll put that alongside the uh, his autograph of my Broncos foam head that I got my first time in Denver. Yep, dude. Shout out to Demarius Thomas, and also shout out to all you lovely people that tuned in this week. Thank you so much for tuning into Card Stocks episode two. Whether you're a beginner. Or an advanced card collector. This is. I hope that this is able to be beneficial to you. And if you're just now getting into it, please reach out to us. Reach out to Ray. Of course, you can find him on Instagram at card.collector.3. Yes, there we go. Of course, he'll be tagged in everything here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, you can find all of our great stuff at thefourthlong.com. And make sure to, like I said, subscribe or follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasting or, or any platform you're listening to this on. So you you can keep on tuning to these bi-weekly card shows. Ray, thank you so much for joining us again this week. Ladies and gentlemen, please make sure to check out his Instagram and find all of the great card stuff there. Check us out, Fourth and Long, um, on Instagram. We also have a card um, Instagram now, too. So go ahead, follow that one, and we'll see all of you in the next Card Stonks.